Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Deep Conversations with Breath Hub, and I'm with a amazing lady, Mickey. And as I said before, I don't like introducing people because uh, when in people introduce me, it's kind of like they miss things out and it's kind of like, ah, that's not really me. <laughs> I like introducing myself. So I'd like you to introduce yourself and then we will dive deep into a nice conversation. Uh, okay, fine. Hi, I'm Mickey. I um, I live in London, but I'm from Glasgow. And I'm a yoga teacher. But if I even say so myself, I'm more than a yoga teacher. I run a health and well-being business. And that business, really, I started to, a year ago to encourage and inspire everyone, and I really do mean everyone, to live better lives. And that life for me really starts with movement, hence the yoga, beginning with your practice. Because for me, we're designed to move. We're not designed to sit around and, you know, freeze up. We're designed to get out there and have fun. And that can start through movement. And when you start moving around, the rest of it's much easier. Yeah, and that's why you look so gorgeous. Absolutely, darling. <laughs> yeah, you Absolutely. look gorgeous. Yeah, I want to dive deep. Okay. Because I don't like chit-chat. What was that thing again? Rubbish patter. <laughs> when, uh, when you're in Glasgow, uh, chit-chat is called patter. It doesn't really have a spelling, but anyone who's listening to this is Scottish or knows Scottish people will realise that patter is a very Glaswegian expression and it just does mean like an exchange, really. Maybe it's kind of trashy chit-chat, but it's rubbish patter in Glasgow. But we're not going to so talk rubbish patter. Yeah. We're going to go bigger than that. We're so, going to go big so and meaningful. How, that, how does it go? It's, is it like, hey, yeah, hoy, hoy, Rubbish patter. Uh, in Glasgow, it's like, you all right? Aye. How are you? Nae bad. What's happening? That's, about, that's rubbish part. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love how it sounds, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, if you went up to Glasgow, you wouldn't be able to understand one word of that. I'm yeah. translating that right now. That is a translation. Oh, that's a translation. When if you're in Glasgow, it sounds a bit more like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's like that in most most parts of the world, you know, the language changes yeah. according to where you yeah. are. It's, it's a wonderful thing about language, isn't it? Yeah, and accents. I love just, accents. Me too. I me love too. listening to the sing song about like when I was saying earlier, people from the East Coast in Scotland to us Glaswegians, we're West Coast, we call them chuchters. And there is not really a translation for what that means. It's just an expression. And anyone out there who's listening who is a Tüchter will know what that means. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so let's come come back to the deep, yeah. deep conversation. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, a week ago, we uh, literally had a very deep conversation with you because you are transforming into a into another being in your lifetime And it was for me, it was great watching that happen. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, great how you figured it all out and how, yeah, it's just amazing your yeah. whole consciousness and 
Yeah. Would you like to just? Yeah. Um, I mean, part of that mass massive transformation has been really through my pranic healing. I am um, I'm a pranic healer now myself, but it's also healed myself and helped me really develop my practice, not only the practice, my personal practice, but the practice that I now share because it's more than teaching, it's sharing. And uh, it's just diving deeper into the energy world, I suppose you could call it. I mean, maybe that's just a bit of a chit-chat expression because it's much more deeper than that. And it really is another way of being. Yeah, like I, kind of like, not, I kind of like, I kind of like what I even call it the, the real world. It's it is, like, it yeah. can be, it can sound a bit weird for people or yeah. sometimes I know it sounds a bit woo-woo for, yeah. for people. That's why I usually yeah. explain it as we are human beings and we have the human self and the being self. Mm. And we women are very much connected with mm. that being self. It's kind of like we can, if we allow ourselves mm. to go deep within, we can literally tap into what is beyond this three-dimensional world. And I think you are someone who did tap into that world. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, in my own journey, because, you know, we can only really use ourselves as a barometer because that's really the experience that we are living. I really have now a, a really strong understanding of uh, who I am. You know, I remember many, many years ago, and I'm talking over 20 years ago, I met uh, someone actually in Bali. That makes me sound really fabulous and international. But um, <laughs> in Bali uh, called Andrew Cohen. Mm. And I actually got a book from him then which said, which was titled, it's a small book, Who Am I and How Shall I Live? And really that when I met Andrew Cohen was the beginning of me really looking at myself, but the real self, not yeah. the thoughts, the emotions, the words, the, the mind, but the soul. Yeah, I think those self. two questions are the most important yeah. questions ever yeah. in life. Who am I and how should I live? Because if you are at a stage in life where you can ask those two questions, that means you are ready to move beyond the mm. conditioning. Like in the first episode, we were talking with Zaz, like how conditioned people are. Mm. And people, I mean, I watch people like people think like, let's get married and then have a kid and then have a house and have a car. It's kind of like we are all conditioned to live life in a certain way. But we are just, we are all individuals. We have our own way of living and every, it's, it's like, that's why I usually ask people who I coach or mentor, like, why do you want it? Like, why? Like, what's mm -hmm. your thing? Like, what do you want? Maybe you don't need a house. Maybe you'll just travel the world for the rest of your life. You know, it's like, I think really asking yourself, who am I? And how should I live my life? Like, what's my way of living life. I yeah. think that's just the, you know, the first step we take into meeting with our true yeah. selves because our true self, it doesn't have conditioning. It doesn't have rules. It doesn't have a structure. It's just, it just wants to be the way she is, you know, and do whatever the flipping <laughs> thing yeah, she wants. Yeah, because really it, what's 
It's heartbreaking to a certain extent that you see that so many people are living in that ring of fear, that they're really afraid. And it's not just about fear like, oh, I'm scared that I'm going to trip over and break my ankle. It's a really, really deep, it's right down in their chakras, in their energy centres. Those energy centres are blocked and they're blocked by these, this dark energy, you know, if anyone who's listening to this knows about chakras and the spinning wheels of chakras, they will, they will understand that when you live in a, a, a world of fear and what sits with fear is like this resentment and anger and anxiety and apprehensions, all the ailments of what we call modern living. But why should we, why are we living like that? What is this? Yeah. What is this nonsense? Yeah. And you know, but 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 it's like it's it's just all around us. And you know, again, looking at myself and how I have overcome that, how I've transcended is really through my spiritual practice. And again, like you're saying at the beginning, when you say to people spiritual practice, they sort of think that it's some sort of like, either they think it's some sort of cult or something, or they they think that it's something that's a bit seen to be as woo, seem to be as sort of ridiculed. Yeah. But it's the fear that ridicules a spiritual practice. It's the conditioning that ridicules it. You know, I, I come from a very Catholic background and um, uh, my mother, you know, I've recently I've been to church a couple of times with my mum just because of personal circumstances. And uh, I really, really have came to see after not being in a church for probably about 20 years, except for weddings and stuff, I've seen her spiritual side within this church and that people look at places like churches as if there's something bad about them, as if there's yeah. some sort of evil lurking there. Yeah. But there isn't. These are sacred places. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's a Christian church or a mosque or whatever your religion is, that religion can really inspire a spiritual practice in itself. Exactly. You know, it's a traditional spiritual practice. And um, I see now as I've got older that there are many things that have been lost through the breakdown of these religious communities. Yeah, and what's been lost is the sense of spirit, the place where the spiritual self can live. And I feel that now that these places have become out of fashion, um, that people are becoming more lost because they don't know where exactly. to go. And that is being replaced now to a certain extent by practices With like we're doing, yeah. this, the yoga, the meditation. That's why these things are being sucked up by people because they want it. They feel, they feel lost. The lost, absolutely, yeah. that there's something missing. Yeah. Because let's face it, when you see a dead animal or a dead person lying... At, when my dog died, it was one of the first real, very close experiences that I've had with death and quite recently. And I saw his body after he was dead and I put my hand on it and I thought... And even though the body was warm, the spirit had gone and it was very clear to me that it was gone. 
it had transcended. And that's when your brain is able to make sense of this idea of energy. It's, it's almost like it's really difficult to understand it unless you have a physical experience of it. That's why I'm talking about the dog, yeah. where you actually see it f with your own eyes and go, oh, now I realise that Something there is a spirit there, there yeah. because all that's lying on the table is bones and muscles and organs and that's all it is because the dog, the spirit, my pet has transcended. Yeah. He's now raised yeah. up. Uh, you know, his spirit is gone. Yeah. And it's the same if and you see... And he's inside the eternal yeah. life energy. Yeah, and it's the same when you see a dead person. Not that we're having a really morbid conversation, but it is a deep conversation. Yeah. And you see the body there, you go, oh, that doesn't look like him. It doesn't yeah. look like him because it's just a body. Yeah, it's just bones. It's and just the physical yeah. remnants of the spirit of that great person that was there. Yeah, and that's exactly what and you're talking yeah, about when and you, you say, know who am, am I? Yeah. You know? And death is a sacred, it's a sacred process. Yeah. And, you know, we, we going again with fear, all this fear, and there is a lot of it going on right now, but, you know, it's a sacred journey in itself. It really is a sacred journey to see that someone to die and then to take that journey over to the other side. There's a it's a very, very spiritual experience, that. Yeah. It's a very spiritual experience. Yeah, I remember I told you already about this. Like I was very, when I was very small, I used to, I think when I was a teenager, I, I had this very deep connection with the whole divine. And I think children and teenagers, they have a deep connection with the mm. divine. They can't explain but then it's kind of like as we grow up, because we don't talk about these topics, we kind of like shut up. But when, once I speak about these, I hear that everybody was feeling almost the yeah. same. Like each and every person I ever meet came to a, you know, to a period in their lifetime where they looked at their hands and they were like, what's this? You know, what's mm. what's really this? Like, what what's the meaning of this? Or what's this? Or who am I? Am I this? Or what am I? Or am I my mind? Or am I, you know, it's like I see... That's kind of when the conditioning starts, the systematic yeah. conditioning. It's like... When you, you become do... that adolescent and your body yeah. is changing. Yeah. But your mind is changing as well, you yeah. know. And then yeah. um, that's when, now that you mention that, it's really critical. That's when the deep conditioning starts. The systematic conditioning, the fear, the the the, the, the young living, girl, the living. Yeah, um, I call it like living according to a book. Yeah, as if there was a there was a book called, you know, this is the way you should live. That's why it's like, how shall I live? Yeah. Is the deepest question we can ask to ourselves because there is no book of life. It's like there is no way of living. And I hear all these people talking about, you know, you should wake up at this, you know, you should do that, and. No, it's like, this is my life. And, this, you know, it's just I live my life the way I want to live it. And once you get there, once you can do that, it's like be brave enough. And that's bravery because there is too much mm. fear. And that fear, I think, comes with, you know, being taught. I think it's in all religions and all the traditions and all around the world, you know, we grow, grew up in that kind of like there is a book 
of this is wrong, this is right, and you should do this. And like kind of, I even find myself while I was working with my mind, like I had these ideas of a good mother. Mm. And then the more I meditated and the more I Mm. did breath work, I came up to a place where I was like, there is no way of, there is no good mother, you know. I am the best mother for my two daughters because they chose me as a Mm. mother. It's like with all my ups and downs and goods and bads and, you know, all the shitty stuff I do or all the the beautiful stuff I do, I am their mom and I'm the best mom for them. It's like there is no... Because I found all these judgments. I mean, I'm sure, you know, yeah. many people who are working with their minds now or meditating or listening to this podcast have been through that. It's like yeah. once you dive into the mind, you realize, you know, all the judgments and all the conditioning. Like I had a lot of conditioning around being a mother. Like mm. I should have done this. I should have done that. Or, you know, like kind of as if there is a book of best way of nonsense no it's It's just i am just i am you know Mm. i am that i am and yes and that's the fear that's like that the fear is is kind of like coming from the tradition of you know people literally most people think there is the best way of living or like there is a you know right and wrong in life where there is no right and there is no wrong and there is no such thing but I think, you know, and it's true about this book of living and um, the, these sort of like rules. But the, the problem is, I mean, how? Well, I guess when you're in this sort of industry that we're in, um, you're, you're on a practical sense you know, like I, I said in the beginning, I introduced myself, my life really, my life's work is to really encourage and inspire other people to live because having, you know, being a mother myself and I remember uh, when my first son was born and that was in 95, I nearly forgot there, 95 and I was very, um, oh God, I was such a little rule breaker. I was like, right, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. We're not having any vaccinations. We're not having, we're all vegans. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. And I didn't even use uh, no disposable nappies, no nothing. I washed all these nappies every day. I did this. There was no sugar. There was no this because um, I have been a macrobiotics and so... Um, since a long, long time ago, since I've been about 22. And so I brought that, you know, that that whole sort of thing, health and well-being into, and I remember um, someone saying to me, but how will you do that? How will you do it? As if it was some sort of impossible task. But I was like, I was determined to just... I don't, you don't need to follow these rules, the rule book. This is what you do when yeah. you're, you're a mum. You get all these plastic nappies out and put them in a... What? What is this nonsense? No, I do it my way. You know? Yeah, it's doing it your way. And, it, and, and it's offering another way of looking at the world, you know, and, and people um, shouldn't be afraid. And I think it really does come from young people, you know, showing young people that um, life is for living. 
you know, go mm. out there and do something, except yeah. change the world. And it's amazing when you see these people like, um, uh, what's that teenager, the Thornburg? Oh, I forgot my name now. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, going out and doing something and trying to trying to change the world, yeah. you know, it's it's important. We need to change things. But, mm. it, you know, on one hand, you're thinking that it's happening. It is happening. There is a more positive force in the world. There are more people meditating. Yeah. There are more people. But then there are less people going to churches. Yeah. So... You know, one yeah, one kind of one like demographic, yeah, is yeah. dying off because they're and, becoming older, yeah. and because uh, of the whole, I think because of the whole balance in the world, there will always be people who don't get it, and they will yeah. always be people people who get it. It's like that's why I usually like think to myself these podcasts. It's like you know, people who are up to change and transformation or mastering life or you know, understanding what's beyond the three-dimensional world will be able to listen to these podcasts and the rest will keep on, you know, living their lives according to a book and we can do nothing about no, it. No, no, no. There's this whole cycle of what what you start, like the fear we have and that's in our chakras and in our energy centers and that's the fear of not fitting in. You know, because it's like you see all those people living according to a book mm. and they're almost the same, you know, you kind of like feel like maybe you need something else, you know, something different. But there is this fear of not fitting in. I think mm. it's the biggest fear of mm. humanity ever. Like your even your uh, the example you gave me, like how you uh, were with your children and when your son was born, it's like that's not fitting yeah. into the, into the, and that needs bravery. It's like, yeah. if, you, if you have fear of being left out yeah, and maybe we should just teach our kids, you know, it's okay to be left out because it's outside the box, you know, it's just, yeah. it's okay. You know, yeah. then it it's just, you're leading your own way. You're just living your own journey yeah. and you're living your own life. And the most important thing is we are meant to live our own lives. Yeah. It's like there is no good, there is no bad. Yeah. It's just your life is the best life and you chose that and he chose that. And yeah, that's it's, the... Yeah, it's such yeah, a strange... That's so hell. It's like I, I believe, I not believe, but I'm like certain that if people can go ahead and be brave enough to just do their thing, you know, yeah. to just live the life they want to live, I think the whole aging process stops because you because we are so much inspired by living the life we want but it's not like we as the conditioned self mm. but like the I am the real yeah, me the real I so inspired we're all so inspired to live life the way we want it you know no matter how it looks like from the outside I am certain that the whole aging process stops mm. and you have more energy, you have more light in your skin, in your eyes, you start shining and well there's no yeah, that's when you kind get of like yeah. the secrets, you know. When you get to the to the real self, to the spiritual self, there is no time. There yeah. is no time or place or you know time again is just a conditioning process. But and it's kind of like life on earth. But when you come to the spiritual self, there is no sense of time. It's like when you are um, do in a meditation, um, and you come out of the meditation, 
and you think, whoa, I didn't realise that that was 15 minutes, say. God, because there is no time mm. in that dimension, in the energy dimension, there's no time. There's so just depth. you don't, yeah. to become old is a very conditioned thought dialogue. It's a dialogue that's very conditioned. What sits around it is things like, Comments like, you're too old to do that or you're not old enough. Those two limiting beliefs are very conditioning and they're very, very powerful. But if you go into the the real I, the real per, the real you, the spiritual self, the soul, there is no time and you lose attachment to that whole dialogue of I can't. You know, there is no can't, there is no stop, there is no start, there just is. You know, it's like the greater plan, you know, sometimes, and we all do it, many, many of us do it. You don't have to be thinking in a certain way where you go like, God, I never realised that was going to happen. Or, oh, I never saw that happening. Exactly, because there is no time in the real world. We can say things like, right, it's half past 12 now. In an hour, I'm going to catch a bus. Or tomorrow at nine o'clock, I've got to go here. That's different. Yeah. That's a different sense of time to what I, what we're talking about, yeah. which is the really deep, deep, because this is a deep conversation, yeah. the really <laughs> deep, deep, you yeah, know, deep, this yeah. really deep sense of like what you can and can't, the limits, putting limits on your mm. existence. But in the spiritual world, there is no limits. There just yeah. is. And that's why, like you said, when you open up yourself to this different way of living, and being. I say different way of being. living and being, because that's the way it is. It's just a being and so when you do that, it's like you have this wonderful, different way of, it's not thinking because thinking is limiting in itself. It's just like, it's like you see this big bright star in front of you and a feeling that anything can happen. Yeah. Anything can happen. We're, we're in the cosmos. We're not in some limited space where it's the opposite, where all the all the walls are around us. Yeah, when you're in no this, th there are no walls. And so, like you say, you are, this is the who am I and how shall I live? That's the answer. Yeah. Because the answer is to really let go and to take away these limiting words yeah. like, I can't. And it's too I difficult. Should, I should. Oh, what? What if? Or I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Get those out of the out of the vocabulary. Take those out now and disintegrate them. Yeah, I agree. And I'll oh, tell you something. Shouldn't I can't? You know. Yeah, I don't what use. If, yeah. Just let oh, them oh, all oh, go. oh. And because all those words have a very negative vibration. And if you're listening to this and you think that's an absolute piece of nonsense, Mickey, <laughs> I will give you an example of how that works. I'm from Glasgow and as many people probably know, the Glasgow dialogue includes a lot of swearing, mm. meaning the F word, F-U-C-K this, F-U-C-K that, F-U-C-K-U. <laughs> Up until last August, I used to say that a lot. And I decided this part of my journey that I was going to stop swearing. 
I wasn't going to say F-U-C-K. I wasn't going to say any rude words anymore. And when I told this to some of my best friends, they just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> they thought that was absolutely that. hilarious. And, and I went into a pact with a friend of mine and he said, you know what, Mickey? I'm going to do this as well because you're right. It's, it's bad. It's not good. It's a very negative vibration. And each day, at the end of the day, I would check in with him and say, guess what? Only once it happened today, <laughs> I said F-U-C-K because something happened. And I went, oh, but and it took and, I, and it took many months for my friends to kind of. And one of my best friends said to me after a couple of months, he said, you know what? I've just noticed that you don't swear anymore. And I was like, yes. 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 I, and once I was in the car with this friend of mine that we were doing it together. I hadn't seen him for ages or something and I was driving somewhere and something happened and I went, oh, France. And he France. went, wow, you've wow. done it. I you've done flipping. it. You've actually <laughs> done it. Whereas word. before I would say <laughs> F-U-C-K. But what the point of that, why I'm sharing this, is because just doing that helped me relax. Yeah. Because I wasn't the word, that word swearing. And I'm very, I'm not one of those people, you know, like I'm really anti-swearing. You know what? It's not even, it's not even the word. It's like it's, what you have been attached to. It's what sits around it. Yeah, it's not yeah. stress and the... It's like there's you know, nothing saying energy. like I went for a shit in the toilet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's different to saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's two yeah. different things. It's not the word. It's what it's what the, the energy words, around it. Exactly, you know? it's the energy around it, and that's why that's why I was using that as an example. What we were saying before about I can't, and it's difficult. It's the same thing, just like F U C K. That word. Um, uh, has the same, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind Dr of like taking a drug or it is. drinking alcohol like, every day. Yeah. It's kind of like process. Just, just in, yeah, it's in your system you know, all like the time. Some kind of your, some kind of an energy. You become attached to it. Uh, and, and so you think that when you're saying it, you're reaffirming to yourself that it is difficult. You're reaffirming to yourself that I can't do it. Like during the last... Lock, one of the, one of the last lockdowns, I said I stopped using B O R E D mm. okay. because I thought that's not a good word. Okay. And when friends when I was on the phone to people, I said I'm not going to say the B word yeah. because that will create a dialogue of a very ne in a negative way. So if we don't say the B word, we're going to have to talk about something else. Yeah, interesting. Do you see what I, mean? I don't. I don't use I mean? that word. Yeah, it's not a good word. I haven't used that word, not ever, but for a long yeah. time. And it's a good little practice. I love, like, um, because I'm quite military. I I like those sort of things, like challenging myself to like not swear. But now I don't swear. Yeah, sure. No, I don't. So, so I don't use a, that. Don't. You took I'm a step and you challenge yourself. Listen, I wouldn't say I was a relaxed person. Your yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's an example yeah. of words yeah. and how these little and the reason, tiny... And the thing is, tiny. what I'm going to tell to people who are listening to you, Miki, because it's kind of like we're talking about all these experiences and challenges and we were just talking about them as if it were, it was very easy. Yeah. But 
the the thing is the reason you were able to do that is because you're already meditating and doing mm. yoga and breathing it's like that's like i think we need to emphasize yeah. that because it's if it's someone else who is not meditating or doing yeah. yoga or you know pranic work or mm. you know breathing it's much more harder mm. because it's kind of like i mean breath work is one of the most powerful yeah. powerful tools I yeah. ever met in the past 25 yeah, years, absolutely. like breathwork and meditation, yeah. to connect with our real power. Mm. So I think uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people who want to tap into mm. more willpower, you mm. know. If you're someone listening to us today and if you are having a hard time to connect with your willpower, mm. Just try meditation and try mm. breath work. It's mm. like because we have that willpower. It's mm. like it's it's not. It's like if you if you see someone like an Olympic champion, you have the exact same willpower. Mm. Like you have yeah. the same exact discipline, and you have it all. But the reason he experiences more of it is because he's much more connected to that. It's yeah. like we have that willpower. Yeah. We can all discipline ourselves, but it's through meditation and breath yeah. work like so spiritual i mean that's the reason you yeah. could do it it's like i want to emphasize yeah that because yeah. that's the main 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 thing absolutely that you could do that it's a starting you, point it's a starting yeah i point. mean that's like what you're saying that's one of the biggest re reasons why we have breath hub you know yeah. why be, we built breath hub because it's like people need that willpower, yeah. you know, if you have addictions, if, you know, you're face to face with challenges, yeah. if you want to change your life but can't, if you need that willpower, you know, meditating every day, doing breath work every day, taking just five to ten minutes to just stop and breathe and connect with self mm. will, will, you know, help you. To yeah, absolutely, it. because I think the thing... Um, about uh, breath work is that when you begin even a very, very, very simple uh, breathing technique, even just right now when you're listening to us talking, you are breathing right now. But what it, what what the thing about breath work does is it really connects you to your energetic self because we, we're all aware and we all know that if you were to stop breathing, you would die. The body would stop and you would you would die. So it's clear then, and there's no real argument, that it's the fundamental breath of life. It's the energy that keeps this physical body going and walking around and doing this and doing that and doing the next thing and breathing. So it's, it's kind of like this easy win of a door to open to start to think about the energetic world and you connect with it in a very f easy, I mean, I'm saying easy, but in a very simple yeah. way, because just by inhaling like really yeah. deeply and more powerfully and then exhaling, I can already just by doing that now feel the energy yeah. of what I've just done. Yeah, and if that, and then that can start yeah. to make me think, hang on. When you think about, so if you're listening to this now and you just do that simple thing that I've just done, you can start to see, oh, now <sighs> I know what, what they're talking about. Now I know that it isn't all just some idea that we've thought of. It's the basics of life. It's a way down at the Adam and the Eve and the first apple, the breath of life. And um, I just, 
I I just really do encourage anyone who's listening to this to just think about it in a very just it's it's all steps towards the goal of opening up your world into another experience and being able to if you are have got challenges sitting around you at the moment whatever those are a way of just stepping through them and understanding that that's all they are they're just challenges and they can as they come they can go you can breathe you can, into them you, you can, can literally you literally breathe can into and through them that's yeah. the main thing you really can thank you mickey thank you everyone nice. i think we did some deeper <laughs> some <laughs> yeah, good part i really enjoyed yeah. <laughs> thank you no chit chat yeah thank, thank you. you very much thank you thanks for listening thank you and everyone go ahead and practice start practicing breath work right yeah. now just go ahead download breath up try it for free for a week I'm sure you're going to like it and you won't be able to subs- uh, dis- uh, subscribe. <laughs> you won't be able to cancel your subscription. No. See you in the next episode. Thank Great. you very much. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>